Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. The last of the human freedoms is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm your host, Maria Casillas, and I'm so grateful that you decided to tune in today. Before we jump into who said that quote and why I think it is so incredibly powerful, I just want to remind you to please subscribe to this show so that you never miss another episode and drop a rating when you have a moment. It won't take super long and it will just help me know what you absolutely love about the show and what you'd like me to do differently uh, to speak to your particular set of circumstances. Now, Speaking of circumstances, we talk about on this show that it's all about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in behavior that have a big impact on both. Now, you may have heard in that opening quote the word circumstances. That is why even though I was reading this book for our book study and it had absolutely nothing to do with specific circumstances, this entire section of the book totally jumped out at me. Now, I know that you are dying to figure out who said that and why I think it's so powerful. But before I get into that, let me just repeat the quote for you one more time. The last of the human freedoms is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. That was written by Viktor Frankl, who is most famously known for authoring Man's Search for Meaning. And that entire book is basically him chronicling his experience in a prisoner as a prisoner excuse me in a nazi concentration camp those circumstances had to have been a whole lot more dire than anything i have personally gone through in this life now i don't know about your circumstances and how they would measure up to being a prisoner in a Nazi concentration camp. Um, But I can tell you that that seems like a pretty good standard for things not going your way. And it's so important to me that this individual was able to really dig deep and see the positive side, even in such dire circumstances. So what he says here is that humans freedom like we actually have the freedom to choose our attitude now some people might go I don't think that's true you know we don't we don't have any control over the circumstance no that's not what he said he didn't say that we can choose our circumstances he said we can choose our attitude in any given set of circumstances and that's what I want to talk to you about today because I know that there are a lot of people hurting right now I know that things financially can be really tough for a lot of people. I've had people come to me and say, you know, they're outsourcing, you know, so I'm losing my job. I've had people say, you know, um, I'm not quite sure whether or not we're going to be able to afford rent because the rent is going so high. And I've even had families just say something like, have you seen the cost of eggs lately? You know, I know that's a big thing right now. There are so many circumstances around us that we just have very little, if any, control over, but we can continue to control how we react to those circumstances. And that is the message that I want to bring to you today. So 
For reference, the book that I was reading is Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. It is not one of my favorite books, to be fully transparent, um, maybe because I don't have the type of personality to make a type all bunch of lists all the time, um, but I did read it for the book study, and it was something that, you know, it's like anything. You find what you really love in there, and then you can toss the rest. So this entire section of the book happens to be about optimism and, um, you know, some of the behaviors of optimists. And so if you want to go back and try to find it, that's the book that you can reference for this. But I'm pretty sure that Brian Tracy was probably pulling from other sources as well. So I'm sure that you can find this information in other places. Uh, but I do want to talk about the four special behaviors of optimists that he talks about in here, because I don't want you to, you know, just have this elusive idea that, oh yeah, sure, I can choose my attitude in any given circumstance, but not have anything to really sink your teeth into. So I'm going to um, just kind of go through some of these. And some of these you might have heard already. Some of them might be new to you, but all of them are great reminders for us as we go through each and every day of our lives. So here are some special behaviors of optimists. One, they look for the good in every situation. Sounds simple enough, right? Well, I get that that's going to be super difficult. I think it's actually more of like an art form or a learned behavior to be able to find the good in every situation. When things seem really, really rough, it's sometimes really difficult to take a step back and go, what is the good thing here? What can I find that's good? But it is, a, even though it's a learned behavior, it's something that can be done. It can be practiced. And I would start practicing this, you guys, in the small things. So even when something is not exactly how you'd like it, but maybe it's not catastrophic for you, you start to practice that mindset of, okay, what is the good thing in this situation? It could be something as simple as, you know, you get stuck in a lot of traffic on the way to work. What is the good in that situation? So when you start to practice that muscle or build that muscle of, you know, finding the good, then when something is more dire or it is a little bit more catastrophic for you, it becomes a little bit easier for you to be able to dig deep and find the good. The second behavior of optimists is that they seek the valuable lesson in every setback or difficulty. Personally, I think this is one of the most important ones out of these four that I'm sharing with you right now, mostly because it means that no setback or difficulty goes wasted. I mean, if there is, if we're going to have to deal with setbacks and difficulties anyway, then why not find the lesson in them? <laughs> that way, they're not like for naught, right? So anyway, this can be from anything that we are having difficulty in. Yes, it absolutely can apply to any of the financial setbacks that we're having. You know, maybe you set up a plan to pay off a certain amount of debt, or maybe you, you know, wanted to have a sinking fund for, you know, vacation, whatever the case may be. If you realize that that becomes a difficult thing to do, or you end up having some setbacks, maybe you end up needing four new tires and it starts to cut into your sinking fund for vacation, that can certainly be a setback. But there is a lesson in there. And maybe that lesson is that 
you know, your process needs to be tweaked a little bit. Maybe the lesson has more to do with making sure that your tires are maintained so that you know it's coming. I don't really know the lesson in that particular scenario, but I know that there is one. And I think that if we can find that, we're going to be so much better off. It's going to be worth the difficulties. I can apply this to something as simple as the workouts that I've been doing. I mentioned that in the last episode that I've been working out and it's doing something that is not exactly natural for me. And so I can tell you that the positions that they put us in oftentimes are difficult for me. When those are difficult and I get corrected on those, I realize the lesson in there is that if you don't do this particular move the right way, you can hurt yourself. So if even though you're trying to, you know, particularly focus on something like maybe, you know, your upper thigh or whatever it is, um, if you're not careful with the positioning of what you're doing, then you can absolutely hurt your hip or you can hurt your knees, your joints. Uh, So it's just... I think important for us to realize that there are lessons that we can take from anything that's difficult, but also anything that is a setback. One extra little tidbit that I picked up in this book on that topic is that difficulties come not to obstruct, but to instruct. And I think that goes back to this whole thing about, you know, when there's a difficulty, it's not there, it's not put in our way to keep us from getting where we want to go. It's actually instructing us as to what to do next. So if you start to look at your setbacks and your difficulties with that mentality, it's going to be a little bit easier to find the lesson that's there and ask yourself, what is this difficulty instructing me to do? It's no longer an obstruction to where you're trying to get. All right, so the third behavior that is found in Optimus is that they look for the solution to every problem. I can tell you that this is something that drives me crazy about (laughs) sometimes like when my kids do this, if they don't want to do something, they come up with every reason that it's not going to work, right? So they come up with all of the problems and it drives them crazy that I come up with a solution to every one of those problems because they're like, oh my gosh, mom, just let me wallow. Could you please? But I'm like, you know what? I'd rather you just say I don't want to do this because then at least you're owning it. You're not trying to place the onus on your circumstances. Oh, well, there's this problem and there's this problem. Find the solution to the problem. Be a solution finder, not a problem creator. That's what I tell them all the time. So that's just the third thing I want you to keep in mind. And then the fourth one, the fourth behavior that um, they have found in Optimus is that they think and talk continually about their goals. They look forward, not backward. Now, I don't know about you, but that can be difficult for me sometimes, especially that last part about looking forward all the time and not looking backward. I think because I really do try to get the lessons in every setback, sometimes I tend to stay in that setback uh, to try to glean the lesson from it. And it's not a good thing. It actually, you know, I'll look back more often than I probably should. uh, And it's not super productive. If we want to be forward thinkers. We need to continue to look forward. We need to get the lesson from whatever it was that was set back and then just move forward, eyes forward the whole time. It's important to not get tripped up on the stuff that's already behind us. So I just think that um, 
these are things that, you know, like I said, sometimes I struggle with too. It's not something that I have absolutely mastered. I may not be considered to be an ultimate optimist. I probably would not have done well in Viktor Frankl's circumstances, but I'd like to think that I'm continuing to better my opportunities to do well in such dire circumstances because we never know what circumstances are going to be thrown at us. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. And so I think I'm finding inspiration and encouragement in Viktor Frankl's uh, quote. And I hope that you too are going to be able to find that knowing that no matter what the circumstances are, you are still free to choose your attitude towards those. You can choose how you react to what other people say and do. You can't choose what they say and do. You can choose how you think, how you believe in any given situation, even though you can't control the situation itself. What's ultimately happening is you are gaining control over the outcomes, even when the circumstances are not ideal. You guys, I appreciate you tuning in today. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Make Money Behave podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Help spread the word about the Make Money Behave podcast by leaving a five-star review and sharing the show with a friend. If you'd like to connect directly with Maria, text the word podcast to 623-400-5225. In the meantime, don't just make money make money behave.